Hi, welcome. I'm Jordan Vandenhoff, and I'm joined with uh, Sheldon Clare today. And we got some news for you. So the government has called the election. Justin Trudeau went over to the governor general's uh, residence and uh, asked her to uh, to uh, put the election on. Uh, good news for, for us. Bill C-21 is now dead. And uh, that's one less thing that we have to worry about. Right, Sheldon? Absolutely, Jordan. It's a, it's a time when we've been given a lot to worry about over the past few years with this liberal government. Uh, they've, they've been a, a, a stalwart enemy of ours, and this is the time for us to fight back. Uh, as you know, Mary Simon has dissolved the parliament. The Trudeau's minority government is, is uh, now out in the wind. They're casting about for an election. Optimistically, it looks like he's been his his support has been sliding away from him. The recent Nanos poll has has uh, started to take him away from getting a, a majority. It might just be that we have an election and end up with the same result we had last time, or it could be a uh, an upset and he could lose lose office, which I think a lot of us would be very very happy about. The uh, election, as he is calling it, is supposedly going to be about vaccination like he's, he's claiming this is the vaccination election and, and and it's a judgment on his handling of the pandemic well I, I think it's a bit more than that i think this is an election that's about individual rights and freedoms versus a statist authoritarian style resplendent with corruption i think that's really what we're going to be seeing in this particular election is that discussion so we need everybody to has uh, Scott Williamson says on our, our our chat here to get out and vote, and we need to vote very strongly to make sure we're defeating the Liberals. That's what we need to be doing. This this government must be defeated. And I think one of the questions Canadians need to be asking themselves is, well, if the Trudeau government's going to mandate vaccinations for everybody, and say that you have to have it because it's dangerous. There's this new variant and all this other stuff coming through well then why the hell are we having an election you know if it's if it's this dangerous for everybody that we have to have mandatory vaccinations being forced upon people against their will why are we having an election is that not uh, in, uh, more of a danger i think that's a, a legitimate question on the other side of the thing in, in reference to our issues if these guys get back in again it's going to go very ugly for us we're going to see a, a much more vigorous attack on our rights and freedoms, probably more firearms bans, probably even he'll go off after all semis and, and handguns like has been done in other countries. So people need to take a very, very serious look at where they're going to put their X in this election. I right, what, What's the word out where you are, Jordan? What's the, are they hearing, hearing much out in Ontario? Well, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell you this. So I, I, uh, I drive around, um, all of all of Ontario, you know, doing doing different gun events and whatnot. And I've got a couple stickers on my truck. One is not so nice for Justin Trudeau, and then a hashtag Justin Trudeau must go. And I am getting people honking at me like crazy. Thumbs up. People are going out of their way at stoplights. They're you know roll the window down, and I'll be like, okay, you know. And where'd you get the sticker? I want to get it. I want to get. It. I said you can get them online. Um, and you know they're like, great. I'm going to go get mine. A lot of people are fed up with with uh, Mr. Trudeau. So for I, a lot I have, of and for a lot of reasons, you know. And then in the firearms community, well, we all know we're all very upset with what uh, 
Trudeau and, and Blair have done to us. And I really don't think we're going to survive another four years. So, you know, if, if you're a firearms owner, you need to really get out and vote this time and you need to vote conservative. They've already made it clear. The other, the other party is that they're, they're in line with, with Trudeau's gun grab. And, uh, we we've had uh, Mr. O'Toole on our show and he said that he is going to make some changes and changes in a positive direction for us. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that there's been a lot of criticism uh, unfairly leveled it for the most part against Mr. O'Toole. There's certainly some criticisms that are valid, but quite frankly, he's the only horse in the race that's got a chance of beating this guy. That's, that's the, the naked truth. And I know people are, are unhappy about their choices. I, I think that we've been unhappy about our choices in Canada for a very long time. But the time to start flipping around and trying dangerous new things is not just before an election. I think there needs to be some depth constructed in any alternatives that has to be uh, well established for years in advance before it can hope to make a change. I mean, I was very much involved with the establishment of the Reform Party and the Reform Movement. I worked very hard on that. And it was a multiple year long effort to make those changes. And that didn't just happen right before an election. We took we took years to get prepared and to make a difference. And I think that what we need to do is rally behind the, the uh, Conservative Party of Canada and make sure that they are defeating these liberals who are, by all accounts, much, much worse. They're much worse than than the uh, conservative alternatives. NDP are not our friends. The Bloc are not our friends. The Greens are in turmoil and definitely not our friends. And despite the growth of some very angry uh, movements in in the West, it's it's not the time to be putting one's ex beside those at this point. It, it's not, that would be a huge mistake and would result in the return of a liberal government. And we cannot survive that. It's not yeah. acceptable. And and somebody mentioned in the in the chat about the PPC. Uh back in, in 20, 2019, look what happened. They split the vote and we and gave Trudeau a few more seats and some ridings. It's not gonna happen. Um, you know, you, you, his platform you might have thought was great, but it it's just not gonna happen. We we need to get the conservatives in. They're our only chance for our for our sport. If you're a sports shooter, um hunter uh, trap shooter, skeet shooter, it, it's not going to stop at just the assault style rifles, as they call them. It, it's just the it's just the opening to to what they have planned. It's they're going for a total disarmament. Oh, absolutely! They're, they've been signaling that very much, and I mean, you, I, we've been seeing this in the international community as well with the various movements of the Program of Action on Small Arms Weapons. We've got the Arms Trade Treaty coming up at the un, end of the month. Those discussions in Geneva and. Every time they get up to speak, it's all about going after the guns. And it's not the, not the big militaries that are causing uh, this, this protest movement and angst. It's your guns and my guns, ammunition, anything we like to shoot and use is under threat. And this government in Canada is one that is pushing that agenda. And it's not okay. We need to stop the virtue signaling liberals and get a government in there that is actually going to work for all Canadians. And I think that the only way we're going to do that is by defeating them and getting in a, a conservative government, which has actually made some commitments to help the firearms community, to help the economy, to help the business uh, sector get back on track and power us up and start paying down our huge, unmanageable debt. 
Absolutely. So, Sheldon, maybe we should uh, we should tell everybody that's doing what the NFA is doing for this election. Oh, well, sure. Uh, yeah, we're be we're launching a major election third party campaign to target specific seats across the country that we believe are at risk of going one way or the other. So we've, we've identified uh, seats on the margins and we're going to focus our advertising and lobbying efforts in those areas as a third party registered with Elections Canada, which uh, we, we are now able to do since the rent has been dropped and our spending has gone past the, the minimum. We'll be doing that very, very quickly, first thing Monday morning. And then we'll be releasing our campaign. And I think people are going to be very impressed. We're not focusing just on firearms for our campaign. We're drawing people's attention to a myriad of issues, which we feel will best attract a cross-section of voters in order for them to understand the danger of continuing with a liberal government. So that's a big thing we're doing. Another thing we're doing is uh, we're having a bit of a meet and greet in Ontario this weekend. We're bringing some of the, the, uh, the politicians out to uh, one of our major clubs there, Silverdale in, in Ontario. And we're going to have a meet and greet, do a little bit of shooting, talk politics, talk guns, and probably have a pretty good time despite all the dark clouds of this uh, election and everything else that's been going on in the world. I mean, we're, we're seeing some terrible things happen right now. I, I, I particularly weep for the people of Afghanistan who are seeing a, a Taliban resurgence and the West abandoning people who serve uh, Canadian forces so well and other, other militaries as interpreters. Uh, all of that looks just terrible to me. And I'm, I'm shocked and appalled that uh, our government has not been moving much more quickly to help those who helped us. And, but I'm not surprised that, that, they, that they would be so sh shallow. So we really need to get out there, rally around our local candidates, make sure that those local candidates are getting elected. If you don't have a conservative candidate in your riding yet, make sure you get one PDQ. We're going to have to have, have these in place in order to make the maximum effect in this next federal election, which will be on September 20th. So I, I want to add in there, in, in 2019, we, we ran the same kind of campaigns, and we, we did make a difference. This time, we are doubling down. We are putting a lot more effort. We're putting a lot more time, a lot more uh, money in the pot, because this is making or break it, really, for the firearms community. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of the sense of it. I mean, I, I funnily enough, every federal election I've ever been in has felt like a make it or break it election. I remember the one with Kim Campbell, which I worked at very hard to make sure she lost her seat. And I, I've seen the subsequent ones, the ones around Bill C-68 with the election of the Cretchen Liberals. Uh, I remember Paul Martin and his handgun ban election, and I, that got, his, got it all handed back to him. I don't think Canadians want to see other Canadians be treated badly, shabbily, unfairly, or have their property unfairly seized, or to watch their rights and freedoms be given up. I, I, I know a lot of people are afraid of the, some of these things, like the pandemic that's been going on in the world, but I think they need to ask themselves very critically, is this really the grave threat that this government has tried to make it out to be, or is this something else, and are we actually getting through the worst of this and moving on to bigger and better things? Our, and our, as this government really performed as it was supposed to with the best interests of Canadians. And I don't think that that's the case. 
I think that this government has dropped the ball on many occasions throughout the pandemic, certainly through our economy. They've destroyed our economy, and they've racked up the debt to such levels uh, that we we're we're going to be in a huge uh, a huge time sink and and loss uh, to be able to pay down our debt. If we actually had our debt our debt paid down, we could do all kinds of incredible things with our tax dollars. But that's not the case. No, they're they're just wasting our tax dollars with yeah. no oversight. Especially there was a there was a commercial and an ad that came out that was uh, a really big misuse of funds, uh, I'd say. And uh, the NFA has uh, has filed a, a report with the uh, was it integrity commissioner. Yes, that yes. And thanks for bringing that up, Jordan. The uh, the uh, ads that you've been hearing on the radio and watching on our, on our news. Uh, which are blatant misrepresentations of the facts around firearms, uh, have, are clearly based uh, based upon being pre-election ads, pre-election ads funded for by your tax dollars, not Liberal Party coffers. They're misleading, they're inaccurate, and they're inflammatory. And so, what we did as an organization was file a complaint with the Integrity Commissioner, uh, and we're going to we're going to push to make sure that this is dealt with in a very serious way because it's not okay for them to be wasting our, our, our monies by going after us with this ad. So we're, we're attacking that full on. We're doing that. And we're, if we, if we don't get satisfaction with that integrity commissioner, which I expect that we should, we'll probably look very seriously at running that to court. It's uh it's not a, uh, it's not acceptable for a government to doing this. But the focus of our effort right now will be our election campaign in the next few weeks leading up to September 20th when the, the Canadian public will be going to the ballot box. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's all hands on deck right now. Abs that, it really is. And I want to encourage firearms owners in particular to get out in the advance polls and vote in the advance polls. We're not likely to be swing voters in this election, folks. We have a pretty good idea who our friends are and, they, and who they are not. And it'll be important to get out and, and beat those advanced polls. And remember, regardless of what the nice things are that some of these smaller fringe parties and angry groups are saying, they have zero chance of doing anything but helping liberals get seats. That's all they're going to do by misdirecting votes. We cannot stay home for this election, people. We need to get out and vote, and vote very strongly for those conservative candidates who have the best shot of beating these liberals. But make sure they know why you're helping them and, and, and uh, why you're there. Get out and volunteer. Take a sign. Do everything you can to make sure that Mr. Trudeau understands that he is not wanted. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're missing we're missing Charles tonight. Uh, I I bet you he's door knocking right now. Every time I call him, he's been on the campaign trail helping out his uh, uh, his member in his riding. Uh, very active. He's been he's been chatting with all the MPs. And um, when we when we do the Silverdale event, it's it's going to be a great great turnout. All the MPs are going to be there. If you are from Ontario, please come down. Come visit us. Uh, the MPs will will be there. You can talk with them. Talk with us. We'll we'll talk more about our our campaign. And of course, we're going to be shooting on a live range. Yeah, I I, I saw it. I think that's great. And, and, and Charles is either doing that or he's spending time with his family. And I I allowed him for for all of those activities. 
I saw a comment from Mark there about our votes in the West don't count, never have. If they did, he wouldn't have been elected last election. Well, that's actually not completely accurate. Our votes in the West do count because if we stay home and we don't vote, we will lose seats and then they will get a majority. Our votes count. The fact of the matter is that we do need some election reform in this country. We do need to have a better representation for the increased population that we have in the West. And, and that's something that pays attention to the significant economic role that the West plays within Confederation. But do our votes not count? Our votes count. Every single vote counts. My vote counts. Your vote counts. All of them count. If we sit at home on our hands, you can only look in the mirror and have yourself to blame if we have a liberal uh, government again on September 21st. That's how it is. Yeah, we had we had a couple, a couple comments about Dominion machines and voting over the internet. Uh, I I don't I haven't read anything yet. Uh, I don't think Elections Canada has changed their protocols with voting. No, they I haven't changed I, anything. We have an option for a mail-in style ballot for specific limited purposes, as as we have in the past. That isn't going to be a problem. And I think it's important for Canadians to understand that our voting system is completely different than that in the United States. Unlike the Americans, we have an independent organization called Elections Canada, which oversees elections. They are not run by provincial premiers or like in the United States, state governors. They're not beholden to anybody else but their own system. So no politician can go in there and direct what happens with ballots or balloting on an election Canada's booth. And I know this because I've worked for Elections Canada for several elections and you've been a supervisor for many ballot boxes. And I'll tell you, our handmark balloting system is one of the best in the world. I very much believe in it. It's one of the reasons Canadians are great at going around the world to oversee elections in regimes where things have been a problem. Because we don't have the system where you can stuff ballot boxes in Canada because every ballot counts and is counted. So be, be heartened by that and get out the vote. Great. So yeah, we just we just wanted to jump on real quickly to uh, to give uh, to give everybody uh, and, and what's going on uh, some information. Uh, we we were planning on having a full show uh, this week at some point. I think we are still probably going to run it maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we just with the news coming out, out, we wanted to we wanted to engage with you guys and and let you know what's going on. We are working hard for you. We have our new campaign. And uh, Sheldon, I think we're, we'll, we'll leave it at that for now, and we'll we'll run a full show, and we'll have Charles with us, and maybe uh, we'll leave it open to any of the other directors that want to jump in. That sounds great. We really uh, do need to uh, talk to people about a few other issues. This, of course, we'll talk about again. This is going to be the focus for the next few weeks as we careen towards the election. I'm hoping if you're in southern Ontario and you get, or Quebec, uh, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, any any of the parts east there, Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland, anywhere out east, or even Manitoba and parts west that you can get to Silverdale on Saturday and join us for our uh, meet and greet and shoot. It should be a great time. I'd be happy to see you there. And uh, along with Jordan and Rick and our other NFA directors who are flying in to uh, come and uh, engage with this, with, with the, the club, each other and our politicians. There'll be several who have indicated they're going to show up, especially now that the Ritz drop. There's nothing like campaigning at a gun club to uh, start things off right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in, and we'll, we'll be back shortly.
Thanks for listening to this episode of NFA Talk. Like and follow the NFA on social media and sign up to become a member.